3: All right, welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast brought to you by Haney University. Go to HaneyUniversity.com, find out all the information about golf lessons that I am giving in Paradise Valley, Arizona, which is right near Scottsdale, where the amazing waste management Phoenix Open just took place. And I said uh, in uh, a couple of my podcasts last week, I thought the... Waste Management, Phoenix Open was the absolute greatest tournament on the PGA Tour. I mean, people probably think I'm absolutely crazy. Uh, But my criteria is this. Most amount of fans, most amount of money raised for charity, and based on those two things, this tournament is by far the best tournament on the PGA Tour. And yes, they did have a decent field. They had quite a few great players, or top players, I should say. I don't know how great anybody is on the PGA Tour these days. Of course, that's another topic that I've been talking about. Because I don't see it. I don't see all the greatness. I don't see that there's a star draw player. So in this case, the, the Waste Management Phoenix Open was the star, That was the star of the show, and man alive did it deliver. Oh, boy. I mean, look at all the publicity that this tournament received. Now, it's not just the publicity. It's the amount of people that go there to watch that tournament. And by the way, they come from everywhere. I can't tell you how many people. I talked to them, and they said, my friend from so-and-so's coming in to go to the Open. They call it the Open. It's not the Waste Management Phoenix Open. It's not the Phoenix Open. It is the Open. Now, that's going to piss everybody off over there in uh, Scotland and England, where the real Open Championship takes place, but they call it the Open. Now, it is absolutely amazing. I will say this. I did not go to the tournament. I went to a couple concerts, but I didn't go to the tournament. When I went to the concert on Saturday prior to the Open, Phoenix Open, I walked down 18, 17, 16. I was absolutely blown away by the fact that all three holes were totally enclosed With stands, boxes, and as uh, Keegan Bradley put it, player on the PGA Tour, past PGA champion, major champion. He said, this is the closest I'm going to come to playing in Fenway Park. Of course, he's a big uh, Boston Red Sox fan, so that's why I use the analogy of, of Fenway Park. This is so cool and when i was talking to, to pe- people about it, like one of the first things that people would say is you know they preface the statement by saying you know i know a lot of the pros don't like to come here and i said you know I don't, I don't think that's really the case i think these guys are entertainers i think that they love playing in front of a big crowd and by the way there isn't anybody out there playing on the PGA Tour that is worn out, burnout, out, uh, tired of playing in front of a big crowd. That, that, that person doesn't exist out on the PGA Tour. I mean, uh, you know, who are these big names on the PGA Tour? Well, I mean, John Rahm's number one in the world. Colin Morikow's number two. Cantley's number three. Victor Hovland's number four. I mean all these guys are are well under 30 years old. They haven't been playing that long. They haven't played in front of, you know, hundreds of thousands of fans like, you know, every week on the PJ Tour cuz it doesn't exist. I mean, and it's not it's not like they're Tiger Woods where everywhere he went to play golf, there was fans and fans and fans and and every 2 seconds somebody's yelling Tiger, Tiger, Tiger. And the last thing that he probably would want, although, frankly, I think he would enjoy playing in front of that many people because even though he talked about it and said, you know, you know, maybe it wasn't something that he just loved, uh, I, I saw something different when I saw him in front of those crowds. I mean, you know, who, listen, who, who wouldn't like to play in front of a big crowd? I mean, what, Baseball player wants to play in front of an empty stadium. What basketball player wants to play in front of an empty stadium? All these fans, uh, you know that that show up at, at the Phoenix Open. Yeah, I mean a lot of them are there just to party, but it's still it's still people looking. It's still bodies, and it, it's a it's an atmosphere that's exciting. I mean it just it just is. You know, I mean all the the this the sports leagues that that played for. You know, all last year and into this year with no fans, I mean they were like dying to get the fans back. And I you know, I golfers don't play in front of that many fans. There's a lot of these guys on the PJ tour that you think are are big names or names you've heard of, and honestly, they play most of their golf in front of friends and family. Now I mean don't forget that on the on the, the, the PJ tour, I mean you got a hundred and forty to hundred and fifty people teeing off in a week i mean how many of those players could you even pick out of a lineup not many uh how many of those players make it to the final group on sunday where the biggest crowds are going to be guaranteed on the last few holes how many of them even do that one time a year and the answer is not many because most of the time it's it's the same few players that that make it to the last round, although at least it was when Tiger Woods was playing. Because one thing you could be sure of every time he teed it up, the odds were pretty good that he's going to be in the last group on Sunday, and that's where you get the you get the big crowds. Most of the time they're playing in front of nobody, so to get out there at the Phoenix Open and have all those people out there, I mean, I, I think it's an amazing feeling for the players, and I th- I think they they thoroughly liked it. And you know the comments, the exit comments from from. Everybody, and it was a circus. There's no doubt about that, especially on on sixteen when uh, you know they made the hole in ones and two hole in ones, and then you had the the Harry Higgs and Joel Dahman, uh shirt off deal going, and and, and all that created the beer shower and the beer cans flying onto the green and everything, which I mean, just like drives all the golf snobs absolutely crazy, which I love. I mean, I, there's one thing, one thing I really enjoy is when the golf snobs get driven crazy. And, and listen, that's coming from a 66-year-old guy who grew up at a country club, who's belonged to many a country club, who's worked at many a country club, And I've played at so many golf courses and country clubs. You know, all the ones where you can't take your cell phone, all the ones where you got to take your hat off before you go in the clubhouse, all the ones where you got to wear a coat to go to dinner in the clubhouse, all those those ones where, where, you know, you're going to get a a letter written to you by the board if you talk too loud. I mean, I've I've been in all those clubs. I've worked at them. I've belonged to them. I've golfed at them. (sighs) I'm a fan of golf. I cheer for golf. Golf is what I love. I want to see golf do great. And you know what? I really believe that golf needs to get off its high horse, stop being so snooty, and relax a little bit. My goodness. I mean, there's a place for all that stuff. Sure. Just you can, you know, have your club. You can do whatever you want. Have all the rules you want, you know, and, and some of them can gonna get away with it. They can do whatever they want at, at Augusta. They can do whatever they want at Cypress. They can do whatever they want at Pine Valley. I mean, they can, you know, have all the rules on top of rules on top of rules, and they'll always do great. It, you know, people would just be clamoring to ever be a member there. They'll, You know, it would be the greatest thing ever. But as far as the overall game of golf, and I'm not, I'm not talking about growing the game. Forget about growing the game. I mean, golf, it, it's not a game that's going to grow. I don't think it is. I, I think it's a, it's a game that has a certain core, and that core is pretty much staying the same. You know, you had a little shrinkage. Now you kind of got it back. It's, the core is kind of staying the same. And, and in order for that to happen... As years go by, forget about growing and making golf twice as big as it is. Just, just what if it just stays the same? It's, it's got to attract more than what it's been attracting. That, that's just the facts. I and mean, come on, anybody that doesn't believe that is, is just like. I mean, they they must have their head in the sand, and it's why it's why I love things like top golf. It's why uh, I, I I like the Phoenix Open so much. I mean, I could be a golf snob, but I'm not. I I want to see golf include more people. I want to see, and I and I understand that most of the people out there probably at the Phoenix Open weren't even there to watch golf. But so what? They're there. They're paying for their tickets. They're allowing the PGA Tour to brag, which they brag endlessly about how much money they raise for charity. And that tournament, the Waste Management Phoenix Open, raises more money for charity than any other tournament on the PGA Tour. And you know what? I don't know what the numbers are going to look like this year, but my guess is it won't even be close. It just won't, because what they have done and what that Thunderbird group does that runs that tournament is absolutely amazing. Prior to the tournament, they had this concert, and I heard that that concert, I went to it on Saturday night before the the, uh, tournament started, before tournament week, 16th hole, they have the whole, you know, Coliseum set up. And they put a stage out in between the green and the T on the par 3 16th hall. Built this revolving stage. Unbelievable what this thing looked like. And they ran this concert. They had Old Dominion and Thomas Rhett. And I heard that both, like the, the, those two acts got like 800000 and a million to play. So they paid out. And this is what I heard from pretty reliable sources. They paid out like $1.8 million, and they netted like $5 million for f- from this, this one concert. And next year, what they're talking about doing is they're, they're going to have a concert on Friday and a concert on Saturday. That's what I heard. These guys think outside the box. They are... Absolute model. The Phoenix Open, the Thunderbirds, that is the model for how golf tournaments on the PGA Tour should look at things. I'm not saying everything needs to be that crazy. Okay. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying, you know, it, 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 you just, but it's got to be an event. You got to do things to make it an event, it has to be a happening. I mean, come on, uh, let, let's, let's, let's be realistic about things here. Golf, for the most part, can be pretty boring to watch. If the only people you're going to pull into a golf tournament are people that can't wait to walk around and watch a group for 18 holes, I mean, you're going to have a pretty small crowd. and you're not gonna, It's not going to be a thrilling for players to play. It's not going to be a tournament that fans can't wait to come to. It's not going to be a tournament that raises a ton of money. It's just not going to happen. And I'll, tell you, I'll tell you why it's, it's not going to happen when, when, uh, when we come back. Okay. Remember this. If you've got aches and pains, joint pain, muscle soreness, arthritis pain, get my Voodoo Pain Relief Cream. All you got to do is go to voodoopainrelief.com. And you can get it for free. So go there and check it out, voodoopainrelief.com.
0: Terms and conditions apply.
1: Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear
2: Look like my baggage. I mean, I know. Oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that.
1: Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: So here's, here's the, the, the thing the, the reason the tournament has to be the star and it has to be an event is because there aren't stars on the PGA Tour. I've been over this and over this. It's just there there aren't. I mean, it, the great thing about the, the Phoenix Open, the Waste Management Phoenix Open, it wouldn't matter what the field was. They got a decent field because players want to play there. They, they like it. They like the fact that when they show up and they drive up there on... Monday, and they get to the golf course and they see the Coliseum on 16, 17, and 18. They're thinking, Oh my god, this is cool! It's the same thing I would say. I've been to like the reason I didn't go to the Phoenix Open this year. People say, Hank, you're gonna go to the Phoenix Open. I said, No, I'm not going to the Phoenix Open. I said, I've been to 600 golf tournaments on the PGA Tour, but let me tell you, I've never been to anything close to the Phoenix Open because there is nothing close to it. The the back in the day, the Byron Nelson tournament in Dallas used to be a big big atmosphere. They had concerts there after the play and it was a it was kind of a happening. You know, they would bus them in and people would show up at the the big you know, tent they had the pavilion, I think they called it, and they, you know, it was it was a big thing. People didn't say you going to the, you know, going to the Nelson. You going to are you going to the Nelson? You know, this they didn't say are you going to the Nelson like people say are you going to the Open in Phoenix, but it was it was a pretty big deal, and it was never it it was never anywhere close to what the the, the Phoenix Open. Is. and it's all because of the vision that the people that run this turn the tournament the F- the Phoenix Open and the vision of the Thunderbirds which is the charitable group that runs the tournament their vision is what's made that event so great and the critics that talk about it you know I mean like you know oh it's it, it, this or that or you know oh, throwing beer cans out there or you know, <laughs> what are they criticizing? Oh, you know, they're golf snobs. That's what, that's what the deal is. So what? You don't have to hang out on 16. Close your eyes, turn the channel while they clean up the beer cans. Uh, you know, and, 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 you know, they'll be golfing again in, in, in five minutes. What difference does it make? Look at the amount of money that they raised. That, that that that's what isn't that what the they, they that's what they always say the PJ tour is all about raising money for charity so because they throw beer cans on the green and by the way that'll change next year that's not going to happen again that's the, that's the last time that'll happen'll they'll, they'll throw plastic cups out there I mean I you're not going to stop everybody from the beer shower if a guy makes a hole in one it's not going to happen you're not going to stop everybody from the beer shower if, uh, Harry Higgs and Joel Dahlman pull their shirts off. Oh, I bet those guys are getting, <laughs> I bet they're getting fined by the PGA tour. I bet they don't care either. But, uh, anyway, they're heroes to, to all the people that were watching out there. But the, the, the fact is, is, is that. They're going to get rid of the beer cans, okay? Because people say, oh, look, somebody's going to get hurt. I read the article. Somebody's going to get a brain injury. Well, I mean, I guess it could happen. Throw up, a, you know, a, a full can of beer and it hits somebody in the head. I mean, it could happen. A lot of things could happen. You get hit by a car on the way there, you know, walking across the street. Uh, nobody got hurt, you know, not that I know of. Maybe somebody in the stands got No players got hurt. But they'll get rid of that. You know, they'll fix that. That doesn't mean the whole thing needs to be, you know, shit canned just because of one, you know, one little criticism about it. Maybe it's a big criticism. I don't know. You know, you can always dial it back a little bit. People can still have fun. And they did. Man, they had a they had a heck of a time. Let me tell you something. Tiger Woods isn't coming back to play. He's, you know, I mean, if he plays any more PGA tour events, it's going to be few and far between. And it doesn't matter. Where he plays, it doesn't matter what course he plays at, it doesn't matter who else is in the field, it will be a huge, 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 huge story. And if he ever wins again, it'll be the biggest story. But he's not going to save the day. He's not going to save the day for professional golf. And John Rahm's not going to save the day. And Kyle Morikawa's not going to save the day. And Patrick Cantley's not going to save the day. And Victor Hovland's not going to save the day. And Rory McIlroy and Dustin Johnson and Xander Shoffley and Justin Thomas and Scotty Scheffler and Hideki Matsuyama. That's the top 10 players in the world. They're not going to save the day. Line them all up there. And none of them, or all of them, can't create an atmosphere or draw that kind of fans or raise that kind of money that the Phoenix Open did. It is absolutely incredible what those people think. Give them some credit. I give them a lot of credit. Yeah, you know, I really do. I give them the most credit. I told the the, the Dallas group, the Salesmanship Club, years and years ago. They said, "What are we going? What do we do? How do we get Tiger back to our tournament? How do we, you know, how do we get a field? How do we get this?" I said, "There is no field. There's only one or two guys make a difference. I mean, Tiger and Phil Mickelson. Other, than, but it's mostly Tiger." You got one guy that makes a difference. You, you can have everybody else; doesn't make a difference. That's not gonna. That's not gonna save your tournament. I see you, you, you can play on any golf course you want. There are not any good ones in Dallas, anyways. But play on any any golf course you want. It's not gonna make a difference. Your model. I told these guys this. I told them, I said your model needs to be the Phoenix Open. It needs to be an event. It needs to be a happening. Your goal should be raise as much money as you can for charity. And the way that that happens is make it an event. Stop worrying about the golf course. Stop Stop worrying about who the field is. Start figuring out how to make it a happening event. Nobody has done a better job with that than the Phoenix Open. That's my number one tournament on the PGA Tour. It's, it's unbelievable fantastic. It was great. I loved it. Loved the whole thing. Loved it. Thought it was fantastic. All right. Hope everybody enjoyed the podcast. Hit the follow button on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts, and we will talk to you soon on the Hank Haney Podcast. Stay safe, stay healthy. Hope everybody has a great day. The Hank Haney Podcast is a production of iHeartRadio.
0: Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a
2: gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia.
3: He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny.